Dad, can we get these? And a pack of these. Here we go again. Cleaning out the sweet aisle. Wasn't like that in my day. Oh, those bars are good, though. No, sticking to the new plan. Please. Remember what we all agreed? We're cutting down on junk like crisps, chocolate and biscuits, even me. At 12pm on Saturday, Jerry started putting fewer treats in the trolley. Let's go easy on the treats. Start with smaller ones less often to keep your family healthy. Find more ways to start at makeastart.ie. Brought to you by Safe Food, the HSE and Healthy Ireland. It is awesome with you. It is Today FM. And as we promised, it's keeping with tradition. And Nevin McGuire joins us now through Zoom, the miracle of Zoom. Nevin, how are you? <laughs> Good morning, Alice. Alison, how are you? If you'd have said to me about Zoom two years ago, I said, what are you on about? I never even heard of it. So it's amazing <laughs> technology. I can hear you crystal clear from the west of Cav in the frosty morning here. So listen, a very happy Christmas to you and all your listeners. So listen, thanks for having me on the show. That's no, always. like it is a tradition now. So I've come to expect <laughs> it now, Nevin. <laughs> so listen, so are you saying when you think it's turkey, you think of me? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> Will you tell me what kind of a year have you guys had? Like, I mean, I've been following you, of course, on Instagram and Twitter, as always, across year but how has it been at McNean House this past year? Yeah like it, it has been challenging because we were you know closed for so much uh, we had 60 staff employed overall it's been a it's, it's been actually a really good year and we kind of have restructured our whole business and we're not doing two sittings we've done 50 odd people last night so we feel very fortunate and lucky because Alison we have we have 20 bedrooms that's 40 guests mm. and uh, even the last couple of weeks we were getting a lot of cancellations and then people are coming um, and booking very very um just on the day or the day ahead which is which is which is wonderful to see so we're very grateful to be open um, and like yes this announcement was a bit of a kick in the teeth for everyone and we're mm-hmm. trying to get our head around how that affects us because like we're a class like a small hotel with the 20 rooms and with the restrictions that have to finish at eight o'clock so we just have to meet the team and just see what are we going to do because we're closed next week anyway and yeah. then we're going to open between christmas and new year and then we're closed for a week in january so um our industry is definitely on its knees and it's been a really challenging uh, time but hopefully we'll get through this. The government has been very supportive in fairness to the Madison. Uh, mm-hmm. They've been really, really uh, supportive with um, with the wage subsidy and, uh, and everything. So we're very grateful for that. But definitely if you were relying on big Christmas parties and that now, you would, that's not our model. It would be a real struggle. So we're, we're, yeah, it has actually been a challenging year, but a good year to, personally, to be honest, which it has definitely so we're very happy to be open <laughs> yeah no I mean I, my thoughts went out to everyone in that industry yesterday and it's just it seems uh, you know that the challenges just keep mounting but people are finding their ways around it and we do send out our best as well um, Christmas time it's you know <laughs> last year when we were talking we kind of felt like the pressure was off because we're just going to do smaller gatherings based on what people are getting in touch with over Instagram and email this past week people are it's a mixture people are you know obviously going a little bit bigger but still staying within restrictions and then you know people still looking forward to kind of intimate groups uh, for Christmas. So tell us, you know, I suppose we ask you this every year, but it's to refresh people's minds. Some of the top tips so that Christmas dinner isn't stressful on people, on the cooks. Yeah, so don't overcomplicate it. I mean, like when you think of turkey, you think of it like a big chicken and it just takes longer to cook and you want it moist and succulent. And we'll go through a couple of little tips. Uh, don't do too many side dishes. Keep your starters very simple, like some nice sourdough bread with some lovely Irish goat's cheese. There's beautiful chutneys out there. You can do a lovely serrano ham and parma ham and different things like that. And, you know, so don't overcomplicate it because you want to focus on I suppose the main event uh, the main course and Mm. whatever dessert you're having and do as much prep as possible like for me I'll have my 
mashed potatoes done a day or two ahead. I'll have my vegetables all done, my ham. I'm going to cook it now over the next day or two, and then I'm just going to glaze it Christmas morning. I'll have the turkey cooked uh, Christmas Eve. So that's the that's the secret is to um, is to be as organised as you can. My stuffing I've made already because that's going to keep. So I do a lovely mm. cranberry. I, I toast some pine nuts. I put some um, dried cranberries into that, and then some apricots. So it's a lovely kind of fruity with uh, stuffing with some pine nuts, and then some lovely thyme. And I love stuffing, so I do, and it's great. So it is. I think everyone will enjoy it. So I'm going to be doing a goose this year as well as uh, the oh. bottom of brine turkey. And uh, we have a local producer just around talking to you, Alice, and just five minutes from here, Thornhill Duck. So they produce the most beautiful goose. And goose is a rich meat um, and it is expensive, I'm not going to lie, but it's once a year and it's a real treat. So I'm going to slow roast that. I'm going to serve that with some braised cabbage. I have the braised cabbage made for over a week, so that's perfect. And when you braise cabbage, Alison, you uh, put in some red wine, a little bit of uh, spice, some right. apple juice, cranberry juice and sugar. So it's kind of sweet and sour. So that will keep really, really well. And the lovely honey and clove sauce. So you could do this recipe with a duck. And by the way, if any of your listeners want any recipes, if they just contact, you know, recipes at McLean House, we'd be more than happy to help lovely. them and just any any simple tips that we can give them. So, um, yeah. And, and then, of course, like your potatoes, because I know like you sent me through some of the questions and some yeah, wonderful so that's questions the one, you got there. Yeah. yeah. And this is the one, Nevin, that I think a lot of people like I get kind of nervous about pre prepping things just because I'm not I'm not aware of, you know, the right, te- you know, techniques. But this was interesting. Uh, this person sent in a note saying that they cut their spuds the night before and they turned brown like on them. Like, I guess that's oxygen around it, isn't it? So she wanted to start all over again on Christmas Day. She was a little bit worried. What went, went wrong? How do I store my veg? <laughs> Okay, well, what I'll be doing Christmas Eve, I'll have my potatoes uh, peeled and I'll keep them in some uh, water, cold water okay. in the fridge. or Because your, your, your fridge is kind of busy. The most important things you store in your fridge is your high risk. Like if you're having any seafood, if you're having the turkey, you know, the ham. So keep that. The potatoes just in cold water out in the back kitchen or in, 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 in a cool area. Um, and what you do then is just literally, I, I you can steam that uh, for your mashed potato uh, Christmas Eve and then put in some lovely butter, put in a little bit of milk and just heat that Christmas day. Okay. For the roasties, what I like to do, Alison, is um, cook them Christmas morning. So you can power cook them or boil them if you want, a little bit of salt and water, and then just with some duck fat or goose fat or even beef dripping. And there's a brilliant Irish butcher called James Whelan who made beef dripping really, really fashionable and delicious. You probably don't uh, enjoy it, Alison, because I know you're vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> but it is delicious. And you can, well, actually, you can enjoy the roast potatoes with some lovely Irish rapeseed oil. Like so some that. garlic, a little, bit, a little bit of rosemary, and then into the oven. So when your turkey is resting, because it needs to rest for a good 40-50 minutes thereabouts covered in tin foil to let the juices relax because you don't want the dry bird and we're going to talk about turkey in a minute but for the roast potatoes then they can go into the oven so whole cloves of garlic some rosemary a little bit of thyme and that's something that you can do you know have your potatoes covered in water the night before and then just literally power cook them for about four minutes so that they're still raw you toss them in the, the oil or whatever kind of fat you're using and then into the oven good hot oven and beautiful golden crispy floury roast potatoes <laughs> I'm starving <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the turkey, that came in a lot. Caroline M. in Dublin 8 sent it in, but a lot of other people did as well. Just saying, Nevin, no one likes a dry turkey. How do I keep it from going this way on the day, please? Yeah, I totally agree. There's no, nothing worse than that. So first of all, when you're cooking your turkey, bring it to room temperature. What that means, Alison, is take it out of the fridge half an hour uh, before you're going to do that. Into the cabbage in the centre of the bird, I'm going to put in a little bit of orange, uh, some herbs. Thyme is a great herb. And then literally put that onto what we call a V-rack roaster. So it's a little roasting tray that the turkey will sit on. Some vegetables at the bottom, a little bit of carrot, a little bit of onion, um, some garlic there and some water. And that's going to create your juices for your gravy. And it's going to steam the kind of turkey in the oven. 
Now, okay. before the turkey goes into the oven, get some lovely butter at room temperature, a little bit of grated orange and lemon zest, fresh thyme again. I'm going to repeat myself a bit with that herb. <laughs> uh, spread that all over the turkey breast and some smoky bacon or streaky rashers and then into the oven. And 190, you give it 20 minutes per pound uh, plus 20 minutes. So there's a great tip on, on um, safe food about cooking the turkey. So that's really important. Mm. So you keep basting it, Alison. So what that means is with a spoon, you spoon over the juices, you cover the turkey for the first couple of hours. Well, for the last hour, actually, you remove the tinfoil to get a lovely golden brown colour. So basting means you get a big spoon, spoon on those juices mm -hmm. because turkeys are very lean meat and you want it succulent, you want it dry and you want it cooked through, but you don't want it overcooked at the same time. So about a five kilo bird will take about probably about three and a half, maybe or a little bit over three and a half hours uh, okay. to cook. And that's a whole turkey, whereas I'll be doing the buttermilk brine turkey. So this is a recipe just for your listeners. If you're going for like a breast of turkey, which works really, really good, easy to carve, quick to cook. What I do is marinate it in buttermilk for two days with some garlic, a little bit of sliced orange and some rosemary. And then you lift it out of the buttermilk. So you store it in the fridge, should have said that. Lift it out of the buttermilk, uh, dry it off with some kitchen paper. The same butter that I spoke to you about, smoky bacon, into the oven. And that will take about two hours, two hours, 20 minutes, depending on the size of the turkey breast. That's what I'll be doing for my family uh, with the lovely glazed Nevin, ham, lots of people texting. Yeah, lots of people texting and going, Alison, I tried Nevin's buttermilk brine turkey last year. Oh my God, what a recipe. It's on the menu again this year. Lots of people tried good. that. <laughs> this is good. Well, it's, Alison, it's an American technique and it's a really, really, what the buttermilk does, just for your listeners, it creates a lovely and moist turkey, succulent turkey. It doesn't give it a huge amount of flavour because the turkey should have its own flavour, but you don't cook it in the buttermilk. So you lift it out of the buttermilk, dry it off, and then the butter and the bacon. And it's definitely the best recipe I've ever cooked. Lots of people saying they've tried it. Nevin, uh, what about this as well? Um, Neve Connor and Westmead said, Nevin and Alison, I'm feeling a little adventurous this year because the Christmas gathering is going to be small. What about, I know you said keep your size kind of simple, but how could I up my game on the side dishes? Okay, so sprouts, you either love them or hate them. I particularly really like them. I'm going to give you a couple of little ideas. Christmas Eve, get your Brussels sprouts, trim them, cut them in half, and you can par cook them. And what that means, you put them into a saucepan of boiling salted water, or you can steam them for about two or three minutes. Now, this is important. You run them through cold water. That's what you call refreshing. So you keep the color, you keep the nutrients, and that's that done. So for one of the recipes that I'm going to give you for sprouts, you can literally stir fry them Christmas Day when your turkey is resting with some garlic, some ginger, a little bit of chili, some chestnuts can in there and a little bit of bacon. So that's lovely. One mm. recipe I love to do, Alison, is a crumble. So you make up a white sauce and this can be done a couple of days ahead. So that's your flour, your uh, butter, add in your milk, put in a little bit of uh, cheese into that if you want. And nutmeg is delicious in a white sauce. Of course, you have lovely Irish milk in that too. And then you put that over your blanched off sprouts, a little bit of red onion. You can oh. put bacon into it, obviously for yourself, Alison. No <laughs> bacon. And then some breadcrumbs go on top, some walnuts and a few little bits of parsley. And that's delicious. The only difference in that and the first one it's probably quicker doing the first one the second one is a little bit richer but it's so delicious and you're keeping the sprouts really gorgeous and, Nevin, and uh, flavorsome I actually made the stir fried like kind of I did the first recipe only about two or three yeah. days ago I love sprouts I really really love them and it was delicious I put a bit of soy sauce on it and everything it was delicious Nevin as always I could talk to you forever and the questions are still flying in um, absolutely brilliant suggestions and um, congratulations again your books are firmly on my countertop every day they don't move They're one of them actually 
actually, I'm going to have to rebuy, Nevin. It's they're really covered in <laughs> like cooking grease and everything. I use them all Which the time. Which one is that, Addison? Which one is that? That's, That's the, the home economics one. <laughs> You're the best. Uh, love it, come here, love listen. It. Have a great Christmas and enjoy your family time. And to all the listeners, don't stress. If anyone wants any extra recipes or help, just uh, email email me, sorry, at uh, recipes at Macdean House, and we'd be happy to help. Thank you so much, as always. It's a pleasure. So Nevin, thank you. You're Take best. care. Bye. 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 Get ready to let loose after work at Summer Shindig at Leopardstown Racecourse on Thursday 9th of June. Enjoy top class racing, food, music and fun and jump around to Deering Garrahy DJing in the marquee after racing. Tickets on sale now from just €22. Euro. Available at leopardstown.com.